Hello everyone, it's Dr. Dave. Hopefully you're all doing well, enjoying your week, creating those great experiences in your life. Coming at you from the Toronto Neck and Back Pain Clinic in Yorkville. It's Tuesday, October 23rd, 2018, here with your daily health update. Gonna look up uh, about how growing in a different income level can have lasting effects. Problems with hip surgery. Looking at eating those veggies and how it might affect your pancreas physical activity and heart health, that ever common link that we know about, as well as exercising and your risk for back pain. And then finally, looking at the air quality in your home, always an important part of our health and wellness, the environments that we're exposed to. Not going to treat, diagnose, prevent, or cure any illness or disease with our time together today. However, by staying plugged into some health and wellness information, you just never know in what positive direction your health and wellness will flow, what things you can recover or get better from, and what kind of great future you can support for your health and wellness and your quality of life. So the reality of life is many of us have different kind of upbringing. Many of us live in different cities, different kinds of and uh, economic situations, and each of those is a part of what molds us and uh, it creates us as a person. Uh, it uh, steers what we do and how we do it for a good part of our life. And it also has uh, lasting effects on our health. So researchers reviewed data concerning more than 20,000 adults from several European countries and found that those who lived in poverty as children were more likely to have symptoms of depression, to have poor overall health, and to score lower on cognitive assessments later in life. They were also less likely to have completed college, to have a partner or spouse, to be physically active, or to be employed. The study author writes that the environment where we grow up is mirrored in the level of our cognitive skills when we are old, and this is only partly explained by education, depression, or different lifestyle factors. Children facing social and economic challenges should be provided with more resources to counter the disadvantages they face. That from the journal Neurology, September 2018. So it's interesting how in this uh, approach of mental health or mental attitude and in a journal uh, prestigious like neurology, when it looks at the neurological effects, our cognitive function based on what we're growing up with, it speaks to the importance of really supporting our children and uh, our young ones, both uh, those that are our children as well as uh, the children around us in our community and giving them an opportunity regardless of the economic factors to have a good experience when they're young especially with going to school and uh, spending time with other children and their friends and uh, that can have an impact on their quality of life later on especially through their health and their mental health so if you have children in your life share a smile uh, share a positive note uh, be a good role model for them and um, you'll be help shaping their future all right have a number of patients who we try to help avoid hip and knee surgery when uh, they come see us and uh, with many of them we've been successful but even with those who we help for many years sometimes eventually it's just an inevitable thing that uh, it's better to get that joint replaced than it is to uh, deal with the soreness or the limitation in function and that's a decision the patient makes in conjunction with their surgeon and then we're happy, to help, we're happy to help them with some prehab to get into that surgery and then to also come out and make sure that the follow-up is well to recover function. Even though they're feeling better, we want to make sure that their new part is integrated into their body properly so that they get the best outcome. 
An examination of the military health system records of 1,870 former and current service members who underwent arthroscopic hip surgery revealed that in two years following their procedure, these patients had an elevated risk for mental health disorders, chronic pain, substance abuse, cardiovascular disorders, metabolic syndrome, arthritis, and sleep disorders. The findings suggest that doctors and patients need to be prepared to manage a variety of complications over time, even when surgeries themselves are considered a success. That from the British Journal of Sports Medicine, September 2018. That's one of the biggest things we share with patients who undergo the surgeries at the follow-up, regardless of how they feel, and staying plugged into a support system for their health and wellness after the surgery is very good because it's not just the success days and weeks or months after the surgery, but the 5, 10, 20 year success of that surgery has to be uh, high as well in order to make it worthwhile. So function, food and fitness is always a big focus on the daily health update. And um, part of the food is what we're eating in terms of nutrition and uh, making sure that we get enough vegetables, especially is a challenge in the North American uh, uh, routine and our habits. And that produce consumption um, helps with pancreatic cancer risk. So following an analysis of nearly two decades of data concerning 90,000 plus adults, researchers report that an association exists between increased fruit and vegetable consumption and a lower risk for pancreatic cancer. That from the International Journal of Cancer, September 2018. Reminds me of those fill-in-the-blank kind of assignments you got uh, as a child in elementary school when you were learning a certain concept, whether it be English or math or something else. And uh, once you got through several of them, you started to recognize a pattern that the, that was part of the learning process and that when you understood that pattern, you grasped the concept. Here you could probably put produce consumption and blank cancer risk improvement um, in almost any condition because you want to make sure that your body has enough nutrients to keep the cells healthy and when the cells are healthy they're less likely to succumb to derangement and uh, problems like cancer. So uh, produce consumption very high, fruit and vegetable intake, especially those vegetables, eat a variety, lots of different colors and try and get those into your diet throughout the week. On the fitness side, to go with that food, we have heard uh, something many times, but it never hurts to hear it again because it reinforces for us that either what we're doing is a good thing or we should get back to doing something that we haven't done in a while. And we know that physical activity is necessary for heart health. Following a review of data from 25 published studies, researchers report that failing to regularly exercise can increase one's risk for developing heart disease by as much as 40%. So that from the Journal of the American College of Cardiology, September 2018. Motion is life and life is motion, especially for that ticker of yours. So even if it's a walk, get out there and get moving. Brisk walk is great. Uh, Throw in some hills and uh, just get that heart pumping and it will be good for you. How's the air quality in your home? You know, some of the workplaces that we're in, especially newer buildings, depending on how they were built or constructed, can be very toxic with all the glues and materials and plastics uh, and artificial kind of uh, materials that they use to create the spaces. It can be very hard on our body. And uh, the air quality in our home also has to be safe. That indoor uh, air in our home can harbor more pollutants than outside air, such as cigarette smoke, chemical odors, lead, mold, radon, and pesticide residues. The National Safety Council offers the following advice to keep your home's air safe. Test your home for radon. Keep your car 
and home smoke free, control moisture and address any mold issues, install carbon monoxide detectors, keep your home clean, identify and remove any sources of lead, properly ventilate your home, change furnace filters regularly and keep air ducts clean and keep house plants to help purify the air. That from the National Safety Council, October 2018. Definitely good to have a separate air filter in your home as well, not just your furnace filter, but you can get some specialty filters now that help remove many of these uh, particulates that can be irritants to your system and uh, causing uh, some kind of health problem over time. Chronic exposure to that poor air quality uh, can be a concern, all right? So definitely look into making sure that your home has that good quality air in it. And the plants are a great idea. They really help with uh, detoxifying or purifying the air uh, that you breathe. And finally, on the chiropractic side of things, another kind of no-brainer, if you will, but uh, has to be done with caution and should be customized, individualized, and personalized to each person, is the fact that exercise can reduce your risk for back pain. Polish researchers report that sedentary individuals are 3.5 times more likely to develop non-specific low back pain than those who lead a more active lifestyle. This finding adds to a growing body of research associating exercise with a number of positive health benefits. That from the Biomedical Research International Journal, September 2018. You can definitely do back-specific exercises and you can also do back-specific rehabilitation if you do have a back problem and those things have purpose definitely. However, the best thing to do for your back once you get a recovery and function and you're feeling better is to go out and engage in some activity that you enjoy, get your body moving, uh, allow it to adapt to different movements than you might be using it for every day and that kind of exercise is the fun kind that you can do for the rest of your life and you will get health benefits overall and including for your back. So find something you enjoy doing and get out there and do it on a daily basis. That would be awesome. Why not start today? Your quote from the day for today comes from Alfred Lord Tennyson, who says, the shell must break before the bird can fly. Sometimes we have some challenges in our life and uh, we can identify those challenges and it's just a matter of changing something with that challenge to allow for some progress. You don't have to get it right. You don't have to solve it right away, but identifying it and just taking one positive step even if it's with your health and wellness, can be a really good thing for your future. So maybe today, keep an eye out for those things, make some positive choices, head things in the right direction. Enjoy yourself, take care of each other, and stay plugged into the daily health update. We're going to be back tomorrow, the middle of the week, Wednesday, with your next episode, and I will look forward to chatting with you then. Take care.